Hello everyone and welcome back to episode 10 of The Value Project. So like I said in my last episode, I figured out when I'm going to conclude. I've got a couple episodes left. This is episode 10 with my good friend Anibal. So Anibal and I met in college. Uh, we ended up studying the same thing and then we're kind of in the same industry now, if you will. So We've had a fun time staying connected through COVID, talking about our work, and uh, we're actually studying for some of the same professional exams together, so it's been fun to connect on that. Um, and we also play some of the same video games together. So yeah, it's uh, it's been really fun to get to talk with him, especially since we haven't seen each other in a long time. And we talk about some cool things, like how Anibal is really excited to move pretty soon and get engaged with his community there. Uh, Anibal was literally a saint when he was in college. He gave so much to the university. He still does. He loves to be a mentor, so we talk about mentorship. Um, we talk about giving back, and we also talk a little bit about imposter syndrome and what it means to go into a new space and, and kind of be insecure and unaware of uh, our own capabilities. So I hope you enjoy it. This is my conversation with my good friend, Anibal. So have you listened to like most of the podcasts or which ones resonated with you? Or Yes, I definitely caught up on all of the podcasts this week just because Thank I knew you, I was going to be on here. <laughs> I um, appreciate that. I really did enjoy all of them, though. I felt like the one with your brother was really powerful. The fact that, you know, you guys were open about talking about what you do when you're kind of struggling mentally um, you, or bro. having bad days mentally. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of inspirational, you know, because me being a, a male of Hispanic descent, it's looked down upon to show emotion in that way. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I thought it was it was cool to see the different cultural uh significant of actually being open about it yeah it was it was, it was pretty cool you know i Good. i shed a little tear i was like yeah uh-huh. this is awesome and the episode with cora i thought that was interesting too you know mm-hmm. although i don't know her but i, I feel like i kind of resonated with her story too uh it was pretty interesting to see kind of how she is just seeking out ways to actually understand herself and, and just be herself at all times i, I thought mm-hmm. that was kind of cool all of them are really good so I'm really Thank excited you, to be here. Yeah, dude, this is going to be a great one. I'm excited. Um, so have you been thinking about like what's been going on in your life that you like want to talk about? Is there anything that's happened to you or like anything that you're like, man, I feel like quarantine hasn't given me a chance to like talk about this or I feel like I need to address this or what did you, what have you been thinking about for this episode? Um, so I've been, I don't know, I've been kind of in my own little world since quarantine started. You know, I haven't, I'm still living with my parents due to the quarantine and um, mm-hmm. the office not being open and stuff like that. So um, I've, I've definitely been reflecting more on family life, um, you know, staying with my family, the importance of community, especially with the things that are going on in the world, especially mm-hmm. in the U.S. And just like feeling that me living in this small town is not like, I don't feel like I'm living in this town, right? because mm-hmm. I don't I don't leave the house often and I don't interact with a lot of people either so I kind of had a disconnect of my life here in this town is not what it used to be there is a mm-hmm. a cultural disconnect there um, and I feel like it, it's something that I want to change definitely this year because uh, it kind of sucks to be cooped up in my house at all times mm-hmm. and moving mm-hmm. to Minneapolis I feel like that's gonna uh, gonna change quite a bit definitely. you know Dude, how's uh how are your parents doing? I meant to ask that when you mentioned that. Uh they're doing good. Um, so they took a like a two-month vacation to Mexico. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I talked with you about it, but they just uh, finished building their house down there. And uh, yes, you've told me about that. I'm glad they got it finished. That's awesome. Yeah, it's finished. We got to uh, kind of uh, we got to use it when we went for down for down there for Christmas. And you nice. know, it's a beautiful house. Um, they're super happy about it. And I'm happy Good. for them. Um, they're ready to kind of continue using it. You know, the, mm-hmm. it's their their dream home. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they're super happy about it. Other than that, you know, my dad has been working. My mom is taking a break from work just because mm-hmm. she's um, studying for the citizenship test. Oh, nice. So, um, you know, she, that that's coming up here hopefully soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're doing well. Good. And how was your birthday? Did you get to spend time with them? And your was your brother around for it too? No, my brother's actually away at college. Okay, um, school. Yep. But uh, yeah, no, my birthday was honestly was just like, just another day right uh, i had to work <laughs> there's a lot of things going on but i did get to kind of take off the afternoon and just spend it with with family uh, my mom nice. made a lot of really good food uh, i got to eat my tres leches cake and you know good <laughs> uh, i felt i felt happy i felt content for for that day you know it was okay. it was a good day good i'm glad to hear that so you mentioned like how you feel like you're not very connected to your community while you're working from home there and I guess yeah I mean you grew up there but then you went away for college but I feel like just from I know we met like later in college and became closer like later in college but I feel like you had such a I mean not to assume your experience but I feel like when I saw you you had like a very strong community at the University of Iowa so has it been weird like going from this like really structured like really I guess you can describe your experience with that community but how's the difference like kind of the dichotomy been between being on campus and being with people. And now you're, like you said, pretty isolated and you're not really interacting with your community. Yeah. The community here at my hometown in the U.S. hasn't always been super supportive, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, not, not to not to say that I wasn't getting the support that I needed. I, I definitely did. But it's a, it's a small community, super conservative. Um, mm-hmm. They do welcome people of color, I would say. But um you know, it, it was hard for me to migrate here, learning English, kind of adapting to the, the the community here. You know, it was in this community it was the first time that I felt racism. So it wasn't it isn't that like I don't like the community here in, in Iowa where I live, but it's just I don't I don't enjoy being here just because it's difficult for me to even have conversations regarding social issues that are going on. Right. Because I always mm-hmm. get pushed back. I always get judgmental looks or, or um, you know, comments that don't necessarily, mm-hmm. that I don't necessarily need to have just because, you know, if you don't believe that Black people shouldn't be killed, then there's a problem. And I don't want to, mm-hmm. like, discuss that problem further with you just because it's not my job to actually teach you why that's mm-hmm. wrong. I would say living to study at the University of Iowa is probably one of the best things that I've ever done. You know, not only did I find a community where I was able to be myself and express myself in all the ways that I wanted to, but I also found people that thought the same way that I did. And they also had some of the same experiences that I did. Mm-hmm. And I was super happy. Like, honestly, being here cooped up in my house, I, I do remember I miss being at the university. Not going to lie. I kind of wish mm-hmm. I would have would have done <laughs> the, the master's. But then again, COVID happened. So that that wouldn't have worked out. You know, yeah. I felt I felt comfortable at the University of Iowa. I felt um, I felt at home. I felt like that community has my back. And even now, 
like I keep in contact with a lot of these people and just uh, reassuring to have that support. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's not only the, the community that I built with the people of color. It's also like people like you that I've met, you know, down the line. I wish I would, I would have met you when I was a freshman. <laughs> I feel like things would have been much different. But yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's kind of like two different worlds, right? Um, mm-hmm. well, uh, what does it mean to you to to find people? Because again, it sounds like, you know, for the most part, your community, you kind of clashed with them growing up. Did you have a lot of friends that you felt like you connected with that were similar to you growing up? And and if not, what did it mean to you to finally find like a group of people in college that were similar to you? Like, what did that mean to your mental health? What did it mean to your growth, do you think? Yeah, so growing up in this community, I definitely did have a lot of friends, especially, uh, you know, people of color, right? Other mm-hmm. other Hispanics, uh, other Latinx uh, folks that live here. I did get along with them well. But it got to the point where, you know, when it comes to being a junior and a senior in high school, you kind of start to diverge in, in, in your paths, right? I wanted to mm-hmm. seek higher education and many of them didn't. They wanted to, they had a, a different vision for themselves. Mm-hmm. So I feel like once I left for college, I definitely grew distant to a lot of these friends. Mm-hmm. That kind of made me feel like an outcast coming back to this town because I, I honestly don't don't hang out with anyone. Well, especially since COVID, but at the same time, it's mm-hmm. just like these people have their 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 own friendships and stuff like that. So it's a little difficult um, to think about it this, that way. But at the same time, you know, I don't necessarily regret the the choice that I made. Mm-hmm. And and at the University of Iowa, you know. I didn't have necessarily the best first year. Just I had I, I was struggling quite a bit with imposter syndrome and also just being like a first generation student. Mm-hmm. So I was I was lucky enough to find people. Um, you know I won't name them, but um, this group within Tippy kind of helped me a lot. Um, they were there, kind of showing me the ropes, and uh, mm-hmm. they showed me the vision of like, hey, this is where I came from, and this is where you could you and I could be at in the future, right? Mm-hmm. And that helped a lot, especially people that, that had the same struggles as me. And then mm-hmm. they kind of showed me, hey, this is how you do it. Or this is what I would recommend you to do it. Or look at it this way. Or have you thought, have you thought about doing this? Or have you thought, uh, talk with this specific person? Mm-hmm. So I feel like the support that I got at the University of Iowa was much, much better than the support I got in this town. So mm-hmm. I, don't ha- I don't hold anything against this town. Like, you know. <laughs> I have some of the best memories in this town, um, you know, for the past 10, almost 11 years I've, I've lived mm-hmm. there here. Um, my family, they, they they also hold this town dearly to their hearts. But, you know, I feel like in order for me to move past my 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 current self, I have to just get out of here and, and just look at New Horizon. Mm-hmm. I totally feel that. And, and I can't, I can't possibly compare my experience because I feel like Growing up in Iowa City, I was lucky enough to have like a more open-minded, like general population, but I still felt that sense of like, I got to get out of here and like learn and grow. So I totally feel that. And I'm glad that you found so much more community. And like, I think a lot of people can resonate with that imposter syndrome and kind of feeling like in your first year, you don't belong. And again, it, it could be for any number of reasons. And that's kind of the beauty of it is it doesn't really matter like where you're from what you do, what your parents do, what you look like, what you're majoring in. I think everyone at one point might feel like, do I belong here? Because the person sitting next to me sounds like they have it so much more put together than me. And it's weird how you can project it like onto yourself because of a certain 
quality or, or, or trait about yourself. It, like for me, it was like, I always thought, okay, I can get into college, but I'm, I'm never going to be smart enough to like do anything with it. But I never, th- I never thought that I could actually like be a, like a leader academically. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so like, that was kind of where it came from for me. And so I totally validate that experience, man. I feel like that's a super, super like applicable experience for a lot of people. And, and like you said, being a first gen student, that's kind of like a second layer of that barrier that you have to break in that mental cage that you kind of have to break out of that, you know, just because it's your first experience and your family doesn't make it any less valid than anyone else's experience. If it's their, you know, their third generation or if they're a second year in college, you know, whatever it is. So I totally feel that. Do you feel like, what do you like, what are you most looking forward to about moving up to Minneapolis then? Cause I know, again, you've said it's been great to spend time with your family, but is there anything in particular, like you're looking forward to about having your own place or just kind of being in the city where you work now? Yeah. I'd say the main thing that I'm looking forward to is just kind of independence. Like living with my parents is probably a huge blessing, right? Uh, the fact mm-hmm. that it's going to sound a little bad, but the fact that I don't have to cook um, mm-hmm. <laughs> for dinner or for lunch, just mm-hmm. because my mom is home, it's, 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 a, it's awesome, to be honest. It takes mm-hmm. away a lot of pressure of, um, you know, doing those tasks every day. And also just the fact that I'm interacting with them every, every day. After work, I log off and I get to decompress, talking with my parents about, you know, how the day went and, and what they did and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's, it's, you know, it would be nice for me to just have my own space and, and kind of be able to do, you know, the, the things that I want to do, like blast music, um, you know, <laughs> stupid hours at night, you know, or, or just do things that, you know, I, I wouldn't do just to not hinder their, their, their home, right? Because it's mm-hmm. their home after all. I, it's not like I can put my own rules and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just like getting to meet new people, right? I'm a super... Mm-hmm kind of a super social person um you know I, I like to talk with people and i feel like you know coming back to uh the community i really don't don't interact with many people here um mm-hmm. and you know i feel like once i move up there i know that i'll have you to kind of bother sometime and then you know Heck do yeah. something never fun. bother i finally <laughs> and, have uh, friends to hang out with too bro <laughs> yeah, yeah what's you jonas yeah. about for sure but yeah, no, it's, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to improve my social life, improve my professional life. But I'm ready to finally meet the people that I work with instead of just looking at, looking at them through a screen. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm ready to try new things out. I'm ready to just kind of explore myself a little bit more, mm-hmm. kind of expand, um, you know, the visions that I have in my head, the goals that I have for the future, and just kind of, kind of get, get things rolling, right? Because I like I, like I said, I feel like I'm just sitting here in this town and not doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I may be saving money, I may be working, uh, getting along with people, but at the same mm-hmm. time, I just feel like I'm I'm stagnant and not not getting anything done. Yeah, dude, I think that kind of alludes a really good point about like what's what's the value of getting like a lot out of your life, and what does it mean to be able to live a life that you consider like meaningful and valuable. And so, you know, I was going to say, yeah, you're, you're not paying rent or maybe you're paying a little bit of rent, but you're saving a lot more money than if you're paying rent up in Minneapolis. And it sounds like, yeah, you're getting a lot of your meals for yourself. And so for some people that might sound like, Oh my God, I, I wish that I could be saving that much money or I wish that I could be spending, you know, that much time at home, close to family, having home cooked meals. So what do you like, I guess I just want to dig a little bit deeper into like, 
what's what's going to change in your social life and like why are those so important to you in order to make your life feel more like meaningful and like you're moving forward and you're growing you know what have you found about yourself that you like need those things in order to feel like you're fulfilled yeah i'd say you know i'm not definitely not complaining about <laughs> saving money and definitely. you know having home cooked meals but mm-hmm. at the same time you know from my time at the university of iowa i found that uh, mentorship and, and community building and community betterment and growth is really important for me. Um, you know, um, all of the, the social issues are going on right now. There's nothing that I can actively help other than, you know, donating to specific organizations are, are helping uh, these things along. But, you know, I don't have interaction with uh, the younger people or I don't have interaction with the people that are on the front line. You know, like at this point, I don't mm-hmm. know what to do to actually help our community, whether it being mm-hmm. here in, in this small town in Iowa or just, you know, in Minneapolis or, or all over the, the, the U.S., right? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like once I move, then that will be, you know, my moment to actually get involved and be able to, to make a mark and, and to help these issues just because I'm, um, I'm super passionate about, you know, me being an immigrant myself, I'm super passionate about helping immigrant people kind of better better their lives, uh, not make it as difficult and as harsh as, you know, I'm sure it is for many of them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just I just feel like not only do I want to grow myself, but I also want to bring all the community that is around me up with me mm-hmm. just because that's how I got this this far, right? Because of the, the, the help that other people gave me. I just want mm-hmm. to make sure to to give it back in some way or another. Mm-hmm. I totally validate that. I feel like that's a great, that's like great perspective for people that might not realize the privilege or like the opportunity that people have to help make a difference in other people's lives. And, and what that makes me think of immediately is, you know, when humans grow and when their families kind of pass on. And when you think about, you know, generations back, people didn't have the opportunity that we have to actually explore that kind of giving back, you know, you right now, what we do by just staying at home and like just working and just like saving money is kind of like what some people had to do. Like they didn't have the opportunity to like do more than that. And so for you to know, like, okay, I have this opportunity. I know that I'm able to once, you know, a certain condition is filled once I move or once um, I graduate or whatever it is, once I get my first job, um, and for you to have that like desire and will to want to do more with that, I think that's super admirable because I think a lot of people, their first thought isn't about helping others and it isn't about remembering where they came from and, and kind of bettering that community that, that built them up. And so I totally resonate with that, dude. I think that's great. And that's, that's super inspirational for, for the people that are listening. Cause I feel like it's also amplified by the fact that for the last year and month or so people have been enticed to not do that. People have been encouraged to stay home take care of yourself. Don't worry about whatever it is. It's kind of like focus on this thing that hasn't, that people don't really understand. And so it kind of forces people to kind of revert back to that piece of our humanity where we're just focused on like necessity and what do we have to do? And so I'm glad you're thinking about that, dude. I, I definitely feel that way too, is like a young professional, what can I actively be doing? Cause it's not like I can start my own organization. I don't have the money at the time yet. It's not like I can be down at the protests every night because they're 30 minutes across the city. I have to make dinner. I have to take care of, you know, my roommates and, or whatever it is. And so I totally validate, like you want to donate and give money, but even when you do that, you know, 
you don't really see where it goes all the time. And so it's kind of hard to feel like super fulfilled from that. So I'm glad you're excited to like get back into like more mentorship because dude, I just remember like I saw your face everywhere at Tippy. I feel like by senior year, <laughs> every student org there's, you know, or every like student org that I, you know, was looking at or, or sought after you were involved in all the people that I admired you were in connection with. So are you feeling like there's a specific sort of like mentorship or um, like community involvement that you'd want to get involved with? Cause I know you said, you know, bettering your community as an immigrant from, from Mexico, but I feel like in Minneapolis, I think of like, there's a lot of immigration from East Africa, like Somalia, Ethiopia, Eritrea. And there's also a lot of like immigration from, I guess there's not as much immigration anymore from like Northern Europe, but there's a lot of people that descend from there. Are you feeling like you want to just focus on when you talk about like mentoring and community building, or do you want to talk a little bit more about any ideas you have for getting involved as a mentor? Maybe it's like back at Iowa too, or like, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So actually right now, even though I'm not necessarily living still in in Minneapolis, um, I joined the mentoring group for high school students, a specific high school in in Minneapolis through my job where I have four mentees for high school students and just meet with them weekly and just kind of talk about there's a there's an academic side to it where I'm teaching them about time management, organizational skills, uh, mental health. So I'm pretty happy that I'm involved in that just because, you know, I'm someone that loves mentorship. Um, I feel like giving and receiving mentorship is probably one of the best things that one can do. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I feel like I can definitely do more. I actually try to have my job actually create a mentorship program, um, a standalone, nice. you know, like not, not joining a different one. But of mm-hmm. course, there's going to be, you know, pushback because it's an organizational nightmare to actually pull <laughs> off uh, something like this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would say, you know, once I, I move up there, I would like to kind of seek more mentorship opportunities mm-hmm. and not necessarily with just only, um, you know, Latin American immigrants and stuff like that. I feel like all immigrants kind of have the same, almost the same experiences and the same motivations to to come to the U.S. And I feel like that's pretty even across, uh, you know, different mm-hmm. types of immigrants and mm-hmm. it, either, it, any way that I can help them kind of acclimate to the U.S. would be, in my book, it would be, it would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, though, I'm still an active, um, I would like to say I'm an active part in kind of like the, the, the tippy uh, University of Iowa mentorship. Um, you know, I just got done this week uh, participating in, a, in an event where they brought in some of the alumni for this specific program. And, you know, they just asked us about our, our progress, what we're doing at our jobs, um, what we learned from that program and how we're applying it at our jobs and, mm-hmm. you know, just, just how it's going overall. And I feel like for me, that's super rewarding to see mm-hmm. new faces, new faces in, in the program that are just getting all of these benefits that I, I, I got from the university and, and the communities. And, you know, my hope is to comp- continue uh, being involved at the University of Iowa just because I received so much from there that mm-hmm. I just want to make sure that other students are getting that same support, if not more than what I got. So, mm-hmm. yeah, man, I'm super excited. Like, honestly, Good. I just want to want to get down, you know, hit the ground running and, and just help all these people. But I know that, you know, I'm not I'm not superhuman. I know that I have my limits. Mm-hmm. 
once I get down there, I'll know how much I can actually help the community. And if it's not, um, you know, what my, ex- what my expectations were, um, you know, at, at least if I, if I help uh, one person out, um, mm-hmm. you know, that would be, that would be awesome. I love that. Dude, I'm excited for you. Yeah. Those, that sounds like an awesome, I'm glad you have that kind of string of responsibilities and opportunities to, to kind of continue to give back. Cause I feel like, yeah, like, like I said, I'm, I'm missing that a little bit and there's a similar like kind of mentorship that goes on it in my job too, but the touch points are a little bit far and few between. So it's kind of hard to stay engaged with it. And that was my conversation with Anibal. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed. I, again, I appreciate all the support so far. Like I said, a couple episodes left. Keep a lookout. I'm sorry this episode is a little bit later. Uh, I was actually home for Mother's Day, so I didn't get a chance to work on this until the week. Um, it's been kind of a busy work with work. So, yeah, I hope you enjoyed. If you have any questions, comments, re- feedback, responses, let me know. I'd love to hear it. But anyways, uh, that is it for this week, and I will see you next week with episode 11 of The Value Project.